1: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 15, Episode 1, titled One Night Only. My name... Oh, Part 1. One Night Only, Part 1. My name's Joe Batans, and I am joined, as always, by two garrulous co-hosts. First, from the pro- podcast, Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo, please say... I do know them,
2: but I'm not going to give them the satisfaction <laughs> that I do. Dude, <laughs> Nathan Patrick Brown. Nathan, Hello. Hi, Joe. God, I'm loving this little song that you've got playing. Yeah,
1: what do you think of this new theme song chosen by producer Luke Stamen?
2: Luke, you've knocked it out of the park. It's fun. It's fresh.
1: Yeah. Well, I will will say it's inspired by uh, Christian Ochoa, uh, sugar and (laughs) spice of the show. And uh, he's the one who's like, girl, this theme song for season 15, it's not going to be the tea for me, girl. Okay, we're going to have to pick something. And so I had Lou pick a new theme song. And uh, he gave me several options, and a lot of them were very good, but this was the one of my favorite. All right, moving on. And from the podcast, bring it to the runway. Please say. Say hello to world renowned photographer Albert Sancho. Yes. <laughs> to Roberto Mata. <laughs> hey, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the time Nathan's really loving that clip zero there.
2: I just don't I would never have predicted that. No, No,
1: neither would I I Oh you would have predicted
0: that? (laughs) No, I would not have, but it did remind me of my biggest grievance with the episode, which is where (gasps) the fuck was Mike Ruiz? He hasn't been on, like, in 10 years, I don't care. Bring him back from the A-list studio and let the man take photos. Let him be the new pit crew member. Oh, you're a big Mike Ruiz fan? Oh, yeah. Like, if I decide to get on a steroid cycle, I want to look like (laughs) Mr. Ruiz.
1: And would you do the silver hair and everything?
0: I mean, I'll do what my hair decides to do, really. But he gives it. Like, come on. Canadian Latinos. All three of them. I'm pretty sure, actually. I could be wrong. Wow.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah. there you go. You learn something new every day.
0: All right. By
1: the way, if you're loving what you're hearing right now, you Nathan is full on performing oral sex on his index finger. Where did that come from, Nathan? Why were you doing that right now?
2: I, I, I don't know, Joe. Okay. I just had a finger in my mouth. It's not that, that well, it sounds bad. I haven't shown a pit yet. Well, yet. Can we can we rectify that?
1: I'm going to tell you what, Robert, you show a pit. <laughs> And there are going to be many... There's going to be a fist in his mouth. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. uh, uh, By the way, we just had a great... If you would understand that joke, if you listen on Patreon to Just Between Us Girls, join at the executive level to get Just Between Us Girls. But by the way, there is a ton of content. We are back with a vengeance on Patreon. We are going to have this show early, no commercials. You're going to have... I have a big announcement to make in a second. You were going to have Throwing Down is back. The T is back. Uh, Fat Camp is back. Just Between Us Girls. Back. Everything's back, 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 back again. But not only that, on the free stream and also an extended version on Patreon, and this might be a off to some people, we are bringing back... Bring It to the Runway. But,
2: but you don't have Robert? to listen to it. That's the thing. Yeah, you don't have to listen to that. You, you, yeah,
1: that's the thing. If you join Patreon, you don't get Bring It to the Runway. That's the selling point. Yeah, because well, it'll be on the public feed, but if you have the Patreon, you won't get it. No, there will be an extended version. But here's the big news. And I I have a, a, another Clip Zero here that will show it. So, you know, everybody heard Bring It to the Well, no. A couple people heard Bring It to the Runway last year. Okay. And you might have been thinking like, oh, this Christian Ochoa. Because we had a season with him and Robert on Bring It to the Runway. People (laughs) had very strong opinions. I was watching Drag Race this week, and this quote resonated with the announcement I'm about to make.
2: You know, mother has had to deal with a lot of children in her life.
0: (laughs) And what I've learned is you let the kids play, and then you clean them up later.
1: Joe Batance is now going to be... uh, moderating lead host on Bring It to the Runway. She's going to put the children. She's going to teach mother. You know what? I actually have that. Hold on here for a second.
0: Mother yeah. has arrived.
1: And she is taking over. We're changing sort of the format. We're rebooting the format of Bring It to the Runway. Yes, we'll do some fashion, but uh, it's also going to be about big themes that are discussed in this episode. Like for this week, we haven't even done the episode yet. So Robert's hearing this for the first time, we're no, going to really. talk about older, more experienced gay people versus younger, less experienced gay people and the clash between them. Me being the old tired queen, as Christian reminds me all the time, and Robert and Christian being,
0: well. I just turned 30, so I, I'm, a, I'm an elder gay now.
1: Yeah, you're an el- elder gay. Yeah, he's in that old gaze. Um.
0: <laughs> I have great grand gays. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I am. Anyway, so let's get right into this episode, Mama. Let's not waste any more time. This week, 16 new girls walk into the workroom in two groups of eight. The first group meet each other and Ariana Grande before competing in a vintage mini-challenge and hitting the main stage for some choreo. Meanwhile, group two makes their big debut in the workroom. Recreates their own unique vintage mini-challenge before hitting the main stage to gag group one with their presence in a part one cliffhanger. Let's start the way we always start. We'll start with our special guest, Robert Mata. Name two things you liked about the episode, and one thing you did not.
0: Uh, two things I liked about the episode was all the callbacks. Uh, Vivacious has always been a longtime favorite of mine, so getting mm-hmm. to see her and Ornatia gave me like my little gay like. Yeah. I just felt like a young gay again mm-hmm. seeing them. But it does make me sad that. I felt this about All-Star 6 when Coco Montrese came back. I forget that these girls are aging while we haven't seen them on TV. <laughs> and Vivacious was having a hard time just standing there. But I still love her.
1: It's funny that you say that. I wrote to somebody today about how because RuPaul said, like, walk or something. I showed them how it's done. Mama like, <laughs> And I've actually seen, scuttled. Vivaci- I've seen Vivacious in the past and she could work. And this time it was like <laughs> she just literally walked
0: across the workshop <laughs> <laughs> the sli- a, sw- a slight sway of the hips
1: yeah you know what it was too like you know when you see like an old person and what they do is it's so hard for them to walk that they it's almost like they look at point b where they have to be and they just <laughs> sort of like let gravity and and luck and sweat take them to the other part and that's what you kind of look like with
0: vivacious <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah. oh vivacious so, uh, yeah, no. And then the callbacks with the photo shoots also, which mm-hmm. leads me to my point of what I didn't like, which I've already said. But where the, if, if you're going to have a, a, a rendezvous of all these past themes, where the fuck is micro Ruiz to pull it all together? Mm-hmm. I just need to see the man in a tight black shirt. Give me my gay fantasy, please.
2: Well, you know, Robert on drag race down under, they don't even have a photographer. They've just got the pit crew guy holding a camera. So he's that pit crew guy's really hot.
0: The Australia, the down under one. I don't yes. know what steroid cycle he's on. Yeah, But we got to
2: see.
1: All right, Nathan, what about you? What are two things like about the episode and one thing you did not?
2: Super similar to you, Robert. So, one thing I liked was the return of Ornacea and just how they made that Ariana's reveal and the fact that she did it the exact same that Vivacious did, but, like, with a skirt, with the same pattern. I just, like, really ate that shit up. And then the, the, all the callbacks with the mini challenges. I love to see a good pit crew showing. Um, and they're classics for a reason. So, I really enjoyed that. And I thought it was a good mix of like introducing the new queens with legacy content, which I liked. And the thing I did not, it seems like I might be going into your bring it to the runway theme. But I do not like this TikTokification of the casting for Drag Race. Like what made me cringe was when three or four of the queens were like, oh, my biggest achievement. The thing I'm most proudest of is going viral on TikTok. And I was like, and it's like we've got people who haven't even performed in bars. And like, I think it's interesting it pro- provides an interesting dynamic as long as we've got the older queens to balance it out but like in future seasons if they're just all tiktok queens i think it might be insufferable
1: uh for me i, I like that there was a nice twist on the format even though it totally fucked up and gummed up the works of what we were gonna do i was like okay this is interesting they've played with it a little bit it's something different okay oh by the way i didn't even mention this now, i know this is controversial in the world of reddit i'm gonna tie in this in with this as a person who covers RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm so fucking happy that they've cut these episodes down to one hour.
0: Oh, thank God. Make yeah. it short. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send me an email. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I've been saying that for years. The the yeah. bloat of season 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It's just too much.
1: So it we got a big two hour, but that was two episodes, and we're going to have one hour. Granted, this will lead into our breakfast break conversation. But you know what? During uh, the real gaze of WeHo or the real friends of WeHo, this is when we can go to the bathroom, do a line of coke, uh, scrub our pits, eat some dinner, and then, but by the way, Untucked to me is not appointment viewing. So like, I'll just DVR Untucked and watch it later.
2: If that, honestly, I don't think I ever even watched season 14s. I watched this one and the first Untucked was just the queens arriving to do their workroom entrances. The whole episode, just one by one. They're like, I'm excited. And I said, I can't watch this. And then the second one was the traditional untucked, which wasn't that interesting.
1: That makes sense because um, on the the TV guide or whatever you call it, it said right after the show was like untucked part two. And then that was followed by untucked part one, which made no sense. All right. Yeah. The other thing I liked. Thank God someone motherfucking went home this season. Oh, yeah. I was so happy to see someone go home. Same. For real. <laughs> you know? I was glad it
2: was
0: her, too, to be honest with you. Oh, really? I
1: want to find something there. And then uh, the thing I didn't like, and I'm, this might be controversial, I literally cannot stand this sugar and spice. Don't. I oh, want shit. them to drown. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: just leave it there. <laughs> I thought they were sweet. No, you did not. I kind of did, actually. No, you didn't. Alright, so what we're going to do today, we're going to talk about the workroom entrances, we're going to talk about the mini-challenge, all that. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back and do it all over again with workroom entrances part two, blah, 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 blah. So let's go with the workroom entrances, we'll buzz through these. First up, Irene Dubois. We are actually going to start with Robert, because he seemed to have very strong opinions about Irene Dubois. Irene Dubois, she's from Seattle, she's the one that sisters with Bosco. What were your thoughts here?
0: Do you remember in Season 9 when Eureka came into the workroom and seemed to have prepared reads for the girls and just sort of commandeered screen time in that way and everyone Mm -hmm. was sort of bothered by it? Irene was playing the same game. Mm -hmm. And I I guess I understand that, but if you're the first person into the workroom, you're you're getting screen time. You don't have to angle for the camera (laughs) every single minute and every single conversation time. Yeah, what do you feel about that, Nathan?
2: Yeah, I agree. But I did enjoy half of what she was saying. Like, I like her being shady, but then, like, with the the 40 inches or whatever, like, that was funny. But then when she's like, oh, girl, you're doing the most. I'm like, well, that's- you know that's kind of a canned line. So I see where you're coming from, but I did I did find it funny. But I hate that look and the different sized eye contacts. I couldn't I couldn't with that. That really made me my skin crawl for some reason. But she's an alien. She's
0: so weird and quirky and unique and <laughs> one of a kind.
1: <clears throat> she looks like everyone in Seattle. But that's the thing with Seattle <laughs> is that like we're all so different, but we look exactly the same. Well, that's the thing with gaze. It didn't bother me. This moment didn't bother me so much. And I understand the logic, but it seemed too soon. You know, you don't know these fucking... are like, we're drag queens. We read each other. I'm like, yeah, but you don't know them. <laughs> like, imagine, Robert, if you invited me to your house. hmm And I just walk in, right? Right now. I just walk into your house, and I see your ex there. Because he's there, right?
0: Yeah, he's sitting on the bed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and what if I just walked in, I was like, hey, Ethan, how's Robert's ass taste? You're going to fucking... What would you <laughs> <be> like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would not go down very well. Yeah, well,
1: he would. But let me tell you this he
0: <laughs> he he
1: would be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Right? You can <laughs> warm up to some people. Like the bitch walks in and she's reading about how long her hair is. Like the hair comment. Okay, I get it. But save that for a confessional, mama. Why is that?
2: Like, oh no, the hair comment was hilarious. It. I was. think it's probably the only memorable quote from the episode. The 40 inches, I think, is going to, like, stand the test of time. Yeah. 40 centimeters, I would believe, but 40 inches? Come on.
1: We don't do metric here. All right. Next, we had Lux Noir London come in. Uh, Your thoughts, Nathan, on Lux Noir London?
2: I kind of fell in love with her with just how delusional and dopey she was. Mm-hmm. And I just found her really endearing. Robert? Just a-, a, a- Bimbo, yo,
0: like, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I love when someone's confidently dumb. Mm-hmm, yes. Like, you do that shit, girl. Just be yeah. dumb and put on another one of those leather daddy hats. She must have a whole fucking rainbow of those things. Yeah. What? What, what is it with gays and hats? Wait. Uh, okay. <laughs> I hear like, a like the wild routine <laughs> coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. The ruined are Michelle gays? joke about. <laughs> and
1: where all the hell What's going the on? The thing is
0: that... Okay, so the confessional gays, when they're in their confessionals, they're always wearing those fucking wide-brim hats. There's one every season. I think this year, it's Robin Fierce. I can't stand those hats.
2: They make my skin crawl like uh, the contacts made Nathan's skin crawl.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't look at I feel at like
2: them. there's a drag explanation for it, or a continuity explanation for it. Well, in general, I'd just be like, well, they're, they're balding. But that's fine. Be bald.
1: I, oh, really? I thought it... I take it more at... It could be balding... But I took it more as like, you have to have the same look in the confessional every time so it makes it, their life easier. They don't have to worry about the hair length and blah, 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 blah. Remember when Laganja had the curl that was... Oh, I hated that curl. <laughs> that curl cracks me up. Yeah. These legs are everything. So, uh...
0: <laughs> Mama.
1: Mama. But I do talk like this. I do talk like this when my friends are around. <laughs> this is how you talk. <laughs> and, well, we need... See, speaking of hats, we need to get Robert a little sombrero.
0: I would be down with the little sombrero, uh, to be honest with you. I just don't want to see a fucking wide-brimmed hat on a girl ever again.
1: I, I'm telling you, you got to go to, speaking of North Hollywood, on Lancashire to the HaHa ha Cafe and workshop this gay Jerry Seinfeld bit that you're doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't you have enough with was, the hat?
1: You have the berets. I, you know? I can't
0: stand it. And Bruin Michelle always being like, does anyone still wear a hat? And I'm like, yes, okay. bitch. Do you watch your own show? But Everyone wears a fucking hat.
1: Wait, do you really not get that reference?
0: I get the reference, of course, but like I'm just saying that they say it a lot.
1: They say, well, they say a lot of things a lot.
0: I know. I don't want to hear every hole is a goal ever again. I'm tangenting. I'm sorry. Oh, have you listened to the show, Tamar? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The girls love that quote too. Anyway,
1: Lux, my thing is like, she's fine, but we've seen this type before, right? We've seen this girl that the Naomi Campbell, they went to the Naomi Campbell store. And we bought this and this and this. We bought this hat. More like, lol, me to sleep. I'm going to work on that one. All right, next. I feel like I have a lot to say about this. Uh, Aura Mayari. uh, She came in and says, do you feel that aura? I bet you do. Let's go to Robert Mata here.
0: Mm, I have very few of them, apart from the fact that, like, we get it. You have arms. So does everyone else. Yeah. Well, maybe not everyone else. Most people have arms. Yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. uh But she said she's a dancer, so we'll see what she can do when it's time to actually dance. Mm-hmm. I, my eyes kind of glaze over during the lips, the original lip sync numbers, so I, I can't remember hers. It all blurred together.
1: They're, oh yeah, well they're all lip sync numbers. Nathan, what about you? What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, she seems more memorable as a boy than as an actual drag queen. So I think she's kind of filler. Very good point. More like Bora. I'm going to work on every one of these dry queens <laughs> are going to have a name. I'll see you in the no-ho, the haha bar. Oh,
0: I'll be that way right before you. Or a less Ari. Am I right?
1: <laughs> what? I don't even know. Now, let me tell you this. She is, she is a cute boy. I will give her that. She is a cute boy. But here's the deal. If you have to call yourself the trade of the season, you're not the trade of the season. Wow. Once she said that, she wasn't the trait of the season. Here's the other thing, too. The bicep thing the first time, okay, it's cute. But she did it like two or three more times talking about her arms. I'm like, okay, now again, same thing with stop it. We get it. We know we have we're fucking faggots. We have eyes, right?
2: Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I could say a just flexing well, look, You're fucking
1: masturbating to anyone's armpit, so we don't care, right? <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. My do favorite my favorite quote from Aura is when she walks in. And I don't know if it it didn't seem like a cut. It seemed like it was a one-shot. But she goes. I'm a performer. What are you guys excited about? It was like really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went. It really was, and then they didn't cut away. They went, yeah, I'm a performer. What are you guys excited about? I'm like that was a hard
0: laugh. I love gays, <laughs> and there's their nonsense. It's like, yeah. what, what did Alyssa Hunter say last season? Someone was like, "Hi, I'm." Whatever. And she was like, hi, I'm from Puerto Rico. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did she, what? All right. Next we have in Marsha,
1: Marsha, Marsha. She came in and said, ow, my nose. Um, Your thoughts, Nathan, on Marsha, Marsha, Marsha.
2: This one was a bit sad. And it just was a bit drab. And when she's like, oh, I'm a Broadway performer. I was wondering, like, what show do you reckon she was in? Do you reckon she was like... Swing ensemble for Mrs. Doubtfire or something shit. Like what do you what do you think? There Damn. is a
1: Broadway IMDB type list. I don't know what it's called. And we'd have to so we'd have to go to Wikipedia and get her real boy name. Right? Okay. And then look that up. But I bet you I bet you, yeah. She went to a performance of uh Hamilton and now she's a Broadway performer. <laughs> went to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she went to one. And by the way, she did the the, the the lottery ticket one. Where you got the lottery? She didn't even buy she Ooh. just she pay $20 and sat, she sat next to an old couple
0: from Hoboken.
1: Anyway, um, your thoughts, Robert, on Marsha, Marsha, Marsha?
0: I feel like I'm one of the few gays who grew up, like, maybe not grew up, but I watched Glee and I actually enjoyed Rachel Berry. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I actually kind of enjoy the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha-isms mm-hmm. so far. It can definitely be grating because I was not a Rosé fan. I was not a Blair St. Clair fan. I was definitely not an Ella Day fan. Mm-hmm. But Marsha doesn't seem as canned as those ones did. Okay. And I appreciated the little clueless. I mean, granted, we've seen that plaid skirt 30 billion times.
2: It was cute. I didn't feel sad. I'm sad that Nathan thought it was sad. <laughs> it was sad. That tiny little bandage on her nose. Like, do a prosthetic broken nose or something. That'd be
1: good. Here's the deal. She lost me. The fe- second she said she had a BFA in musical theater.
0: Well, you like, get the reference. No, I think she really does. No, for sure. But I think what you get what she was referencing. With no, I the, know. What was you referencing? The, there was a viral tweet last year about the archetype of failed actors turning into drag queens and effectively making fun of the fact that they weaponized their BFA. And it caused this whole discourse. Oh, I,
1: okay. Yeah. Oh, she did reference that. Yes. Yeah. She did reference that later. But she does mention in her confessional, she has has a BFA in musical theater. And I was like, yeah, they explained that she's such a musical theater kid. You know what she reminds me of? I can't remember his name. I I follow him on Instagram, some sort of like Instagram gay. And all he does is Instagram videos making fun of musical theater gays. But even though he Uh, he admittedly is one of them. I think it's like Tyler, Joseph Tyler Ellis or something like that. Or something along those lines. All right. Next, we have uh, Anitra. Give me your thoughts here, Robert, on Anitra.
0: Anitra looks sick. Um, I thought maybe this is kind of rude, but I felt like her nose wasn't as pronounced as a boy, but she's doing something with her makeup that makes her nose the main feature of her face, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem correct. But I think she's a sick performer, and I thought she looked pretty good. Apart from the headpiece, looked a little bit janky, actually, now that I look back on it in my mind's eye.
1: All right, Nathan?
2: I hated this look, and she was one of the ones from the Meet the Queens that I thought would go out, like, first or second, and she's proved me wrong since with the talent show. Like, now I love her, but when she walked into the workroom, I was like, next. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I don't much- yes, we're not at the talent show. We'll talk about it tomorrow, but I will say that the look, the workroom look, I wasn't a big fan of, but it's funny, and it's continued on to the next episode, but she gives very strong... In her mug is a very strong detox vibe. Like there's a mm. lot of detox in her mug. Uh, I don't know if it's the makeup. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of detox. It's there. the nose. Um. All right. Next, we have Malaysia baby doll fox. Your thoughts here, Nathan Brown.
2: I appreciated this look. I loved the the wig being styled as like fox ears. Mm-hmm. It's just a type of drag that I can get on board with.
0: Yeah, Robert. I can't believe it took them fifteen seasons to get a Miami girl on. Actually, um, I feel like there's just way too many freaking Instagram videos of all those Miami girls at the boozy brunches throwing down. And it, uh, Malaysia's a good one to have. I liked her.
2: Well, when I think of drag cities, I think of, like, Connecticut or somewhere like that. Not Miami. <laughs> so do the casting Which producers, is the clearly.
1: But, you know, uh, oh. <laughs> you asshole for not knowing everything about America. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know what, though? There are a lot of cities, many cities that are bigger than Connecticut. Um, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. I like her. No, But I don't have a lot of thoughts on her because, you know, honestly, for this season, and we'll see in the next cast... There are a lot of big girls on the seasons with big personalities, and she has a big personality. But she kind of got lost this episode among mm-hmm. the Selena S. titties and the Mistress Isabel Brooks. She sort of fell by the wayside, which might be a good thing strategy wise at this stage in the game. Uh, next, we have Princess Poppy. Your thoughts here, Roberto? Wait, did you go first last time, Robert? Yeah, well, Nathan. I why don't did, we start but with I you? can go again. No, it's okay. We'll start with you, Nathan.
2: Okay, I think Princess Poppy's look was lame. I thought, are we really dressing up as, like, Twister Mats in the year of our Lord 2023? Like, I just don't know why we're doing that. Mm-hmm. And she says her big joke is that she's homophobic. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, same. So, mm-hmm. that I liked.
0: Yeah. Well, look, here's the deal. Oh, I'm sorry, Robert. Go ahead. I just thought she was a bit of a void of charisma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, look, Arch- <laughs> I'm not even saying that she's just unt. I just didn't see any charisma, period. Mm-hmm. Like- in drag, out of drag, princess, what? Poppy, who? Uh, no. Yeah. And I, and I hate to hate on a San Francisco girl because Why? they deserve better on the show. Oh, here's a deal. One, again, she's another one that gets lost.
1: No charisma. The other thing, too, is she's the first one we've seen so far who's like, I was viral on TikTok. And mm-hmm. we're like,
0: Girl. What do you think Plastique is doing when she hears that?
1: Yeah. Good point. But you know what they might say? is like, she's an Instagram queen. I'm a TikTok
0: queen. I think that's mm. a subtle like youth thing there. And Chad Michaels is a MySpace queen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. and Mimi, on first is the Facebook queen. I was uh, she
1: came number third in the is
2: like a cave queen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah <like laughs> cave
2: cave paintings. Paintings.
1: I was a town square que- queen. I sat said, I said in the corner, <laughs> rang a bell,
2: <laughs> Ring a bell saying, "Sour juice bell.
0: sucks." Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> <laughs> fuck that candy muse. <laughs> the real candy muse.
1: Lion King. <laughs> just wait till we talk about this Tajik Hall on this Real Friends. <laughs> Sasha, he's a YouTube queen, though, isn't he? Sasha Colby. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Your thoughts
0: here, uh, Robert Mata. I'm just full of controversial opinions today, but um, I have this thesis that comedians are rarely funny. They just sort of have this reputation for being funny. And so anything that comes out of their mouth tends to make people laugh due to expectation. And I think Sasha Colby is absolutely a legend. Like, I was watching her when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Like, then that was, you know, 20 years. No, that wasn't 20 years ago. It was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is a legend, but I don't think she did anything explicitly mother this episode. Yeah other than just be herself which is awesome but
2: was it that awesome
0: or was it just reputation yeah what do you think here nathan
2: (laughs) yeah i can see what you're saying robert like she kind of gagged me because everyone else was gagged and yeah i sort of got swept into the sasha colby of all when she walked out and i i I loved it i thought it was a good first impression but i can see how that's sort of like the drag that's been at the back of the closet for 10 years
1: i'm gonna tell you something i'm in between the two of you and i'll tell you why I just said, and I didn't even know we were talking about this right now. I just said, if you tell me to like something or watch something, I will, in just to something about me, I will automatically <laughs> not because you told me to. And so everybody was like, oh, it was a Sasha Kobe, I'm living. So I was in my brain gearing up to hate her. Right? And I wasn't mm. gagged when she first walked out. I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Uh, does Brooklyn Heights also won Miss uh, Miss Continental? And so did this uh, so Nasha Lopez, Lopez. Right? Wow. And we know I can't stand this Brooklyn Heights. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to tell you something. This Sasha Colby won me over with how not, she wasn't putting on the airs and she wasn't trying no. to be mother. Her confidence came through and I go, she won me over because she wasn't mm, Her this, smile is yeah beautiful. Yeah. She knows, these bitches know I'm a legend. I don't have to fucking tell them. And I, I thought it was great. I was a big Sasha Colby fan. Uh, all right. So then next, the big gag is um, and a person dressed as um, Ornacea comes out into the workroom. room. And what I love is that these, these queens are such fans is that some of them are even mimicking the lines that the queens in season six said yeah. as Ornacea <laughs> was struggling with her zipper. Let us see. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, she takes up the zipper and it's Ariana Grande. The one thing I will say, and maybe this is cutting because they don't want to see. I think if I was there, it was not, ex- I'm sure they were not expecting Ariana Grande. And she unzipped it, there would be a beat or two of going like, and then. That's I what would- I
2: thought too, Joe. That's why I think they put Marsha, Marsha, Masha in this group. They intentionally put a super fan of Ariana there just so someone would recognize her.
1: Yeah, I think there would be a beat where they would be like, what? like they actually yeah. showed it with gaga with gaga but, but gaga wasn't wearing an Ornation mask where they were like oh, then they then they realized it which i think they robbed us of the magic of them actually realizing and just jumping to it you know yeah. and yeah. uh but i thought it was fierce that was great i thought ariana grande was great what did you think there uh nathan brown
2: yeah i loved it i much prefer i preferred this reveal to like the miley shenanigans that we've had so i oh, enjoyed yeah. it
1: yeah what about you robert
2: um, the reveal was fun. I was just a bit sad that it seems like
0: Ornisha falling on hard times because <laughs> she just she didn't look glam. Where where is the glamour at yeah, DragCon? That is Ornace true. wasn't giving it.
1: That is true. I will I will agree with that. Um, all right. Uh, RuPaul entered the workroom to reveal the first mini challenge, tribute to Drag Race's first photo shoot. The girl serve looks at a car wash while getting sprayed down with hoses. Things get wet and wild, but Irene Dubois is named the winner. Of the mini-challenge. Meanwhile, in the workroom, the queens de-drag and get to know each other. Irene questions Lux's wig length. And Lux calls out Irene's catty vibe. Let's start with you, Nathan Patrick Brown. Your thoughts here on the mini-challenge, on what happened in the workroom. Give us give us a tea. Give us the details. Give us your
2: thoughts. Okay. I, I loved it. And what I love about these mini-challenges for the first episodes is the, that the queens still don't get it. Like, it's not actually about taking a pretty photo. It's about... You getting dump- dumped on and being funny and interacting with Rue. So, some of them did really well. And then others are just like flopping so hard. Yeah. Which, like, I, I loved seeing how badly Anitra did with like the eyelash that was on the pit crew guy's thigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Um, and I thought people like Irene, who were being chatty with Rue, sort of shined more than the others.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Robert?
2: I just the photo shoots in general
0: could be more fun even. I felt like everyone was a bit stiff. Sort of like Nathan sort of suggested yeah. that uh you're you're getting sprayed with water. It's a campy ass show. Do something silly. Be fun. Yeah. You don't no one no one like yeah, it's hot to be hot, but yeah. like you you have pl- you walked in hot. Now be interesting.
1: Well, why yes. wouldn't you wear something where you cuz they it's more often than not there's some sort of photo yeah. shoot where they're going to fuck with you.
0: Yeah. It has been a while, but I did really feel for Malaysia when she said, fuck, my ostrich feathers and my perfectly coiffed hair and all of that were just sopping wet, yeah. which, I mean, better that than getting paint on it, I guess, but still.
1: Um. Now, back in the workroom, I know we discussed this a little bit, but I want to revisit it. Irene still is coming for Lux and is like, your hair is not 40 inches, you know, and they're kind of going at it. What were your thoughts here on that, Nathan and Robert?
2: It's funny because it's not 40 inches, right? <laughs> mm-hmm like what do you th- how many inches do you think that is 28 at most <laughs> it's, it's hilarious i i think there was this reddit post that
0: they c- calculated how tall um uh what's her name lux noah london mm-hmm. would have to be to like make that 40 inches and i think she would have to be like seven foot eight or something like that yeah. okay like based on the length and that itty bitty is not seven foot eight she looks like she's four seven yeah
1: um all right well, also, the, there's a part where um somebody talks about, they're, they're talking about the girls who are there. And they're saying, you know, it's a great thing that there's no negative energy coming from these girls. And Lux goes, well, there is for Irene. <laughs> 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 and what did you think of this? Do you think Irene was giving negative energy? She kind of plays it as like where I come from, the, the drag queen sort of uh, play with each other. What do you think there,
2: Nathan? I think you nailed it earlier, Joe, when you said Thank you. you've got to know the person before you do yeah. the shade. So she went a bit too soon. Uh,
1: All right. Um, the choreo session. After RuPaul announces the Maxi Challenge, the queens get to work on their choreo. Aura, uh, choreo. Sasha, and Marsha volunteer to lead the rehearsal. Sasha backs away pretty early on and lets Marsha and Aura catfight over who will have the final say in the movements. Let's start with you, Robert. Your thoughts on this whole choreo session with Marsha, 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 and Aura
0: um, going at it. <clears throat> I got to be real with you, Joe. Yeah. I went to get a drink, and I fast forwarded it. I don't do choreo scenes anymore. Okay, Nathan. I don't do. I don't. I don't do the rehearsals. No. Well,
2: yeah, I agree. Me. I think this is where um, it could have been cut back a bit because ultimately, we all know they do this group number, and it means nothing. It has no bearing on the actual judging. Mm-hmm. So, who cares? Yeah. Who choreographs it isn't important yeah. unless you're like the team leader on The Apprentice, you know. So just take a step back. And relax. Mm -hmm. And because, like, the girls were pretty... I I appreciated how they were like, oh, it's obviously a split premiere. Like, they didn't pretend to be gooped by that. Yeah. But then they changed and were, like, all frantic about the choreography. Being like, oh, no, we got to do this. And it's like, just chill. Yeah. Just chill.
1: Let me tell you something. Again, a lesson for the children who don't remember. Did you ever watch this Brady
2: Bunched,
0: Robert? Uh, I've seen clips.
1: Okay. So, in the show, Marsha Brady is the pretty popular girl, the oldest sister. Then there's the baby, Cindy. She doesn't come up in the show at all. But Jan, in classically character-wise, is very much the middle child. And even the phrase, Marsha, 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 comes from an episode where Jan is like, why does everyone pay attention to Marsha, Marsha? It's always Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And, you know, like, why does no one pay attention to her? In this scene... And I think it's unironic. This Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is very much, well, I guess no one listens to Marsha. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, but does she not get that that's not a Marsha thing to say? That's a Jan thing to say. She's a Jan. Yeah. Not a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha.
2: She's a Jan, Jan, Jan,
1: Jan. Jan, Jan, Jan. I
0: can't stand the Jan cinematic universe. No.
1: <laughs> Neither can I. So Marsha 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 so far so she's going to have to prove Marsha Marsha Brady would just go in there and fucking throw some beads on the floor to aura and just fucking punch the bitch out. I think Marsha 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 is an aspirational name.
0: <laughs> Aren't they all? Lux Noir London.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now at this point this is when they this is when the episode then takes a break and we're going to take a break and then they're like little do they know and then they've been cleaning the workroom, making it clearing it out and then they're bringing in the uh, eight other girls. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the real friends of WeHo when we're back right after this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right. I got to get something off my chest. By the time I finish watching RuPaul's Drag Race two times, Recording two different shows about it and spending my entire week around RuPaul's Drag Race. The last thing I want to do is listen to other podcasts about RuPaul's Drag Race. But people are constantly saying, do you listen to this podcast or that podcast? And I'll be honest with you, I don't because I barely have time to record the one that I do. And I, this, this, this sits on me, on my chest. So I have to get it off my chest because I'm like, Is this hindering my growth as a creator? So I'm glad I told you guys this. So you guys can stop recommending shows or asking me if I listened to Race Chaser or Sibling Rivalry. We all carry around different stressors, by the way. Big, small, serious, silly. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. Can you imagine if I went to therapy with this? And to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited tremendously from therapy, tremendously. And it's a way for me to work out different problems that I've had, and I've shared those problems with you before. If you have stressors in your life, you need to talk them out. That's how you release the toxicity, is by talking it out. And therapy can help do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. When they designed it, they designed it to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist and by the way, if you don't like your therapist, you can just switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DragRace today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, dot com slash DragRace. We are back. Um, all right. Let's talk. Now let's go into the next batch here. The Workroom entrances, Part 2. Very interested to see, see this uh, thought on this. The first person in uh, on this round two is Selina Estides. Uh, now, let's start with you, Robert. What were your thoughts here on Selena Estides?
0: It's fun to see some Chola drag. We don't see too mm-hmm. much of it. It felt a bit actually like Landon Cider was there instead. Uh, doing a drag king but i still lived Mm -hmm. um i do think that selena estiti needs to learn a different word other than quinceanera she said that shit like 15 times herself
1: well that was the big joke she's like i'm on season 15 it's the quinceanera for those of you that don't know exactly uh in very mexican style their sort of debutante ball is called the quinceanera have you ever been in a quinceanera there robert
0: of course look at
1: me and uh, it's their 15th birthday. They have it. It's almost, it's not almost, sometimes it very much is the size of like a wedding.
0: And there's like a whole. Oh, yeah. Tens of thousands of yeah. dollars. Wow. Anyway, uh, I still think she's annoying.
2: Huh.
1: Why is she always yelling? Meanwhile, I, you know what it is? We hate in others,
0: what we see in ourselves. <laughs> I'm
1: like, why is she yelling all the time? <laughs>
0: that mexican faggot is annoying yeah. as shit
1: okay mexican we get it mexican faggot you <laughs> yell you say the same joke wow, over and over loud. again okay we get it by the way how about her not know and like, she goes oh you have a uh, chonies on or something she goes you aren't chonies these are boxers and i'm like <laughs> that was weird She, I guess that's what they call it in connecticut <laughs> and i was like no they call they call it underwear everywhere else isn't that what she called it underwear
0: yeah do you think she's a fake mexican
1: No, I think that there are stupid, chunty people who think that there is a difference. I think Selena's... No, I think she's true chunty. Selena is chunty. Work. All right.
2: She's in the Boyle Heights. She is.
1: Amethyst. Nathan.
2: I hate Amethyst so much. This is the one where I was like, the Meet the Queens, I was right all along. She's a drag, Andy Sandberg. She keeps saying she's a comedian. I say, show me, don't tell me, make me laugh. And then I'll believe that you have comedic timing. And she's like, I'm the first viral TikTok queen and the first queen from Connecticut to grace the stage. And I'm like, okay, well, just wait, because they're going to steal your thunder. You're the first in mm-hmm. appearance, not in impact. I hate you.
1: I saw this tweet work. That was like, yeah, who's producing all Taylor Swift's albums right now? Because he looks like Jack Antonoff, they were saying.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: That's my young person reference today.
0: Um, by the way, that's very Gen Z of you. Hold on for a
1: second. Well, I have my little Gen Z. Uh, here we go. Every time I do something Gen Z, I'll play this. Yeah! <laughs> Gen Z! I'm here to be super young! Anyway, Amethyst was very annoying. I'm glad you guys all thought that.
2: Did Robert? did you speak yet? D- did, I, did
0: I say that? <laughs> Next, we I have Jack. I thought Amethyst was pretty annoying. <laughs> <laughs> she confused me, but I did like her number. I know we're not on that episode. Amethyst? Regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you like I
1: that? None of them said they were Connecticut. Even yeah. though they probably say that every day at the drag brunch is in heart. The, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's a hamburger Mary's Hartford. Uh, <laughs> a hamburger Mary's job.
1: Hartford. They're for sure saying that over their $25 cheeseburger. Uh okay, <laughs> next we have Jax. Your thoughts on Jax there, Robert.
0: I like Jax, actually. I she was probably one that completely flew under the radar for me mm-hmm. in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh but just I liked her energy. I liked her little sort of spunkiness, and I'm excited to see what she does. Right, a lot of people are attracted to her pocket gayness. Are you attracted to her, Robert? Not particularly. I did note that she looks massively different in drag than out of drag to me. Mm-hmm. Like they don't seem like the same person, mm-hmm. which is not
2: common.
1: Your thoughts, Nathan Patrick Brown?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a lame entrance. I didn't really enjoy the look. Oh, what um, the fuck? she said she's packing, and I was like, good for her. But then I was like, oh, that's because you're four inches tall, so any any penis will look big on you. That's true. Well,
1: she is half black, forty half inches. Florican. That is, yeah, she probably does legitimately have forty inches. Hmm.
2: Well, good for her. I do like her personality, and I do grow to like her more as the episode progresses. But on entrance, I was like, next.
1: By the way, I watched this episode a couple of times. And second time I listened for this. Did she call herself, which by the way, if it's not someone's drag name, they should steal it. Did she call herself Samoan Biles?
2: I thought I heard that too, honestly. (laughs) I also thought that. But she's not Samoan. (laughs) Maybe Sasha Colby should get a new
0: name. Yeah, Britta Filter. We're over Britta. The name. Or, um... uh Who's the guy from the
1: Archie show?
2: Mm, the redhead? KJ Apa?
1: Yeah, isn't he Samoan?
2: I thought he was New Zealand. Por que no los dos?
1: He's something. He's
2: not full white. I think
1: he might be Maori. But by the way, I am starting my new gay podcast over there called All Right Maori. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> Look for it this fall, by the way.
0: I would listen to What Did You Just Call Me? a podcast.
1: That should be a podcast. What Did You Just Call Me? (laughs) (laughs) Joe Batan. You
0: know, you know the one good RuPaul joke. When
1: she came in and she said, I'm from Connecticut, you could feel Amethyst's soul leave her body.
2: And little did Amethyst know that it was just going to keep coming at her.
1: Yeah. Those RuPaul's Drag Race Truly. queens know how to- f- I mean, those producers need to know how to fucking- They sure nanny. do. All right. Let's go over to Lucy LaDuca. We'll start with you, Nathan. Your thoughts here.
2: I loved it. I thought she had a great look. I liked her line coming in. Lucy, you got some slaying to do. I thought it was a good entrance. Robert? Uh, do you think she's actually a construction worker? No construction
0: paper is that a bit <laughs> <laughs> um i was pretty she feels a bit cookie cutter to me but not in a bad way just in an acceptable. this is drag race season 15 like what can you do but i will say that out of drag she has the most unsettling pair of eyes i have mm-hmm. ever seen like she's like a, like a fucking basilisk <laughs> i'm scared of her i don't want her to be in the season long because i don't want to see her confessionals Her eyes are scary. They're like the the, like molten silver, but too shiny. I don't like it. There's something about her I didn't like either. It's the eyes. That's it. Is it the eye? I couldn't. I couldn't put my finger on it. She kind of. She. It's like she has like the same energy as Anita Wiglet, but without the frantic smiling. (laughs) And it's just. It's not right.
1: By the way, like she showed those hands, and her hands were so creepily huge and weird.
0: <laughs> That's why I thought she was a construction worker for real, for real. I think she's
1: I think she claims to be really a construction worker. But can you imagine her on the construction site? I mean I don't know anything about construction, but are they like, hey Lucy, get, get over there and uh, <laughs> do that thing with the thing that you do, right? And she's like, hold on, right? Is she whistling? She over. Is she whistling at guys? When they walk by, like she's a cute guy, she like uh Hey, those are some nice balls you got there. I'd like them to be in my mouth. <laughs> you know, like do you think she's
0: that? We have to go to Connecticut to find out.
1: Free mustache rides over here.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she kinda it reminds me of that scene in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt when Titus falls in love with a construction mm-hmm. worker. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where she got Maybe it. that was her all along.
2: What I thought yeah. was so funny is how one of them was like, wow, out of drag, you have like tattoos. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's like light and dark. And it's like, people can have tattoos. <laughs> yeah. It's that's crazy
0: shocking. It allows her to pass on the construction side. What site. about you,
1: Robert? Did you, did you give your thoughts on
0: her? Uh Just the, her eyes, Oh, that's man. right. Yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. do it. I'm... Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, crazy. It's the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay, but then she's from Connecticut. You can hear more of <laughs> Soul Leave <laughs> Her Body." Um. All right. Next, we have Mistress Isabel Brooks.
0: Uh, your thoughts
1: there, Robert?
0: I liked her. Um. I thought. <laughs> I think you know how we're not supposed to par- compare queens. I think at a certain point we get to this like status where it's like she does look like eureka it's okay to say that she looks similar to her she's nothing like her which i i mean i grew to love eureka in time but um i i do love the presence of big southern drag Mm -hmm. no doubt so the archetype being fulfilled i'm happy that she's there
1: nathan i i did
0: think it funny that she was so bothered by sugar and spice though Mm -hmm. but so were you so i guess we'll get into that
2: i loved her I thought it was so funny how as soon as she walks in, the camera just, like, zoomed in on that one-inch heel. And when she's like, yeah, I'm a big bitch and I don't want to break an ankle. Like, I'm going to wear a little kitten heel. And I'm like, okay, now I love you. That was so good.
0: It
1: makes sense. Yeah. Let me tell you this. I was at Disneyland last night. And I get this- Wait, really? I really was. (laughs) And I was- I get a text message from Laurie Roggenkamp. And it's a screenshot- of mistress isabel brooks she says why didn't you tell me you were on drag
0: (laughs) so nasty (laughs) in or out of drag
1: she told me the confessional look she told me the confessional look
0: the confessional look is really quite something that that comments about her owning a pizzeria was so deeply spot on. on
1: is she uh is she one of us robert
0: i don't think so you mean is she gay
1: no, I meant like pizza. No, I met. Uh, is she Latina? What is she? She <laughs> wants to be. Anything. I don't. Mexican. She could black, be really
0: everything—a smorgasbord sh- of all the ethnicities across yeah, the land. She
1: really is everything. Uh, you know, all at once. I didn't really like her on Meet the Queen, but she actually I liked her better this episode.
2: Mm, me too.
1: Yeah, I did like her. Um, by the way, I'm kind of mad at her when she did that Yolanda joke with Selena's titties—that she was going to be Yolanda. For people who don't know, Yolanda is the woman that shot and killed Selena. Oh.
0: Okay. President of her president of President her fan of her fan club. club
1: who shot and murdered Selena. That was one of my gonna be my one of my snatch game characters. You could still do it. Just just show her up. I think I almost want to go on Drag Race just to be Yolanda. And I would have one of those guns. I'd have one of those guns that goes bang, and if someone says something to me, I'll just shoot them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, don't do it too many times, because then you'll do the Jade and your fierce, like, that's so Raven moment over <laughs> and uh, over. <no. laughs> For those who can't see, Joe's doing our favorite Aura Mayari And then he's done the detox thing. Mouth. Yeah. Oh, the detox mouth. By yeah. the way,
1: yeah. And then I would say, RuPaul, I'm your biggest fan. Let me start your fan club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that actually, that could work.
1: I'm telling you. Gonna do it. Um, all right. Next, we have uh, Robin Fierce. Your thoughts there, Nathan?
2: Very pretty, very forgettable. Another Connecticut bitch.
1: That's by the way. That's one her Twitter bio. Robert, <laughs> what did you think? Wide
0: Bram hat.
1: <laughs> that's all I thought. But the, here he goes. There's his. There's his bit. You know.
0: <laughs> if we
1: I weren't on YouTube, it. I would play the Seinfeld music. But I already got like a warning from YouTube. So, like, I can't do that. But yeah, I
0: loved her. Um, I just like loved her wig though. Um, it was fantastic. Her her the outfit was falling apart, but the wig itself was it was sick. She looked good. She seemed fun. She too. did
1: seem pretty. Did she did seem fierce? But she was very fucking boring. And but again, you know, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt because there are a lot of bitches. Maybe we'll learn something about her that we didn't know before, or maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Okay, well, next we have in the twins. <laughs> sugar and spice. Um, they came in together. Why don't we start with you, Robert? Uh, since you grew up knowing sugar and spice. I raised them. Yeah. They're my
0: gay children. Mm-hmm. I didn't find anything wrong with them. Obviously, I'm surrounded by mindless, idiotic, self-obsessed. You know, WeHo influencer adjacent people rather often, and they did not exhibit the worst traits of that archetype.
1: Interesting, Nathan.
0: They they seemed. Oh, go ahead. Wait, Robert's not done. Not humble's not the word. Robert does but a
1: lot of false endings. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Robert goes. Robert will be like da 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 da. And then I'm like, okay. I'm a lot (laughs) of And I'm like, oh, he's still going. Okay. So go ahead, Robert. Did I let you finish? Go ahead.
0: Uh, I think that was really it though. We can end there. But actually,
2: I think (laughs) I just had to do that. Keep going. Nathan. They're not funny. They're annoying. There's no charisma. There's no uniqueness. There might be a smidge of talent, but not really. There's no nerve. It's been done. I don't like them. Speaking of Mm -hmm. Nepo babies, I get Nepo from them for sure. Nepo
0: twins.
1: Mm -hmm. Let me tell you this.
0: Let me tell you what. My father (laughs) fucked Marlena Dietrich.
1: But also, there's the obvious answer I'm going to say, which is they're horrible, vapid human beings. Who I would love nothing more than to watch them slide down a razor blade and land in a bucket of alcohol.
0: Oof. Okay? Ow.
1: And I get why you feel that, Nathan. Right? I never I'm, said that. <laughs> I get why you, you told me you wished they were one of the babies in the Passover story. You know, okay. that were murdered by God, by the angel. Because they didn't put the blood, the lamb's blood on the door.
0: Shit scared the hell out of me as a kid. It did, yeah, me too.
1: But let me tell you this.
0: Let me tell you what. My father (laughs) fucked Marlena Dietrich.
1: I think if you would have asked me one or two years ago, I would have been like, yeah, fuck those queens, right? But over the past year or two, I've become friends. I mean, pretty good friends. (laughs) With Christian Ochoa bitch (laughs) bitch what (laughs) and i actually so when mistress isabel brooks said kind of turned and was like yeah i would really know but i get it i understood and i wouldn't be surprised if they have the same energy as christian whereas people hate christian actively just listeners hate him right and i understand why But here's the thing, and I've told people this in private, if you actually spend time with him and get to know him and talk to him, you will have an opposite reaction. It's actually almost impossible not to like Christian.
0: Very lovable. Very
1: lovable. So in a way, I get Mistress Isabel Brooks and why she once she engaged with them, because she did know them from TikTok and hated them, and then she got (laughs) to know them... (laughs) And was like, oh, wait, they're actually pretty good people. It's the same thing. I could see how watching, being separated by a screen and not knowing them, you would be like, fuck these twinks. Right? But I could also see if you actually got to know them in that setting when it's not a drag show and they're actually kind of being real, you'd be like, oh, you know what? They're actually really good people. It's just this really annoying act. That said, I want them to go home. Yeah.
2: They can be nice (laughs) people and not be on my TV. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, after Sugar and Spice, Ornasha came in. But this time, it really was vivacious. She was like, when she walked in my, oh, they're going to do this, or- or, they really put some padding on Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, I
2: thought the same
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, and it was actually the real vivacious. These queens did not get the gag of Ariana Grande. The, they got actual vivacious, who then, um, when RuPaul told her to walk out, she literally hobbled out.
0: Uh, <laughs> as if she had fallen down or something and we didn't see it. Vivacious <laughs> um, needs to change her name. Yeah,
1: she really to, does. It's a Dulling. Um, okay, uh, next. RuPaul enters the workroom to reveal Group 2's mini-challenge, mini a tribute to Drag Race's second season premiere photo shoot. The girls will hop on a motorcycle and attempt to be fierce while a fan blows in their faces. All the girls keep it breezy, but Lucy Laduca wins the mini-challenge. The twist. Back in the workroom, RuPaul explains the maxi challenge exactly the way it was explained to the first group. Cut to RuPaul crashing Group 1's dance rehearsal to reveal the girls of Group 2. We can't see. wait to see how this turns out. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with you, Robert.
0: Um, I just don't think the two groups meeting has paid off ever since Gia Gunn, Mm-mm. you know, showed us how it's done Mm-mm. in season six. And I would much rather have seen all 16 girls walk in. Oh, really? Uh, like, at once. I Like, my favorite part of the season is entrances. Yeah, it is? Uh, so, like, at least i don't know why but i i like really love it i watch i love watching the older seasons re-entrances like if i have to just put something on for 15 minutes like the all-star 7 one feels so warm and cuddly the international seasons all do it they haven't like started to fuck it up like the regular seasons um i just miss it i miss that the worst was season 13 when only two walked in and then they did their little lip sync and then two more walked in it's just really butchered uh my enjoyment of drag race but this episode did something slightly different with it i just they don't have to do something different just let it be all
1: right any other are all your thoughts because we're not going to see you for a few weeks now
0: that's my main thought because the whole i mean the whole episode was really just entrances choreo that i ran away from
2: and then uh mini challenges which were you know they
1: were fine Nathan, patrick brown
2: i have a couple of thoughts on that second mini challenge that i just want to touch on one, oh. I loved when Selena Astidis, when Ruth said, straddle that hog. She walked up to the pit crew member. Like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate Amethyst when she said, put on your seatbelt. And I'm like, bitch, motorbikes don't have seatbelts. Like, just be correct when you're trying to be funny. I um, do not understand why Spice put on the shower cap. I think we need to talk about the shower cap because that's just a huge oh, part yes. of about not the shower cap. Yes. getting it.
1: This because RuPaul was like, "Are you sure, bitch? This is what you want to do? You don't want to have your hair?" And she's like, "No, I'm fine." And You're like, "Oh, this bitch is not get it."
0: And
2: like that was when Alaska did boy drag, yeah, yeah, which would be fine now, um, but like the shower, like shower caps go over hair, so I like (laughs) none of it made sense. It looked horrible. She thought she was killing it, and then she ended up doing the exact same face that Sugar did, which just proves my point that we don't need both of them here. I just. I think they're, they're dumb.
0: Their lip sync is probably going to be absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. First of all, I love I think that's I think that's the only negative thing I'll say about
1: them. <laughs> I'm done. I love RuPaul not caring that now... She just doesn't care now. She just makes super old-timey references that no one... She, she referenced... I'm just going to be. You want to see some faggotry? You're going to hear some faggotry. She referenced this celebrity named Melba Moore, right? Who was a Broadway actress. She's still around, but a Broadway actress in the 70s. I think she was really big. She made a reference to Tippy Hedren, the woman from the birds. Hmm. Like, she just doesn't care. She's making old-timey references now all the time.
2: But I think she's more likable when she's like that.
1: Yes. Well, I don't think she realized. Did you see her? And I know I'm tipping my hand for the next episode. The way she was trying hard to laugh at sugar and spice at their she tried it variety act and i'm like it wasn't that good it wasn't it look i'm giving a hint it wasn't horrible it was for that show it was very safe what they did but rupaul was like "Ah!" (laughs) like it's really very whatever what they're doing right it's very fine anyway how about the the first winners of the mini challenge Lucy and uh, Irene being in the bottom with the main challenge. It's crazy. Isn't that wild, Robert? You can put Just that in your comedy. Just the most act.
0: insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Robert's gonna put that as comedy. Act. I, I'm aghast. Um. All right. Well, that's everything. So, Robert, you've said everything. Everything's been said.
0: I think for now, I'll have plenty of like stray thoughts. You know, we'll see. You'll 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 hear me like out in West Hollywood giving plenty of thoughts.
1: Alright, well that's gonna do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week where our special no, next episode, because two-parter here uh, next episode where Jay Ellis will be our co-host and uh, every week, I'll tell him to wear uh, a tank top,
2: uh, Nathan Speaking of <laughs> Robert, do you want to just give us a little flash? Just I'll roll up the slates oh, Hey! Oh, hey. Oh, my Just a little for, for,
0: for, for the girls yeah, not yeah. for me I don't care
1: and every week as we continue to discuss dissect and deconstruct each and every brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season 15 so for Nathan Patrick Brown Roberto Mata and uh, myself
2: sashay away until next episode
0: did Christian pick this song
1: Thank you for listening to Ru
0: Paul's Drag.
1: No, he didn't. But I had to re-record the whole outro.
2: Sorry, <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> I feel like you usually talk over your outros. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Do you want to do a tie five on hats throughout the outro? Yeah. Do you
1: want to do your uh, your whole thing here on like? Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: I've done I've done enough. Let me get more to marinate and then I'll What's get back into it. What's the name of that I'll faggot who has all more. the
1: Instagram videos where he doesn't tell a joke but everyone thinks he's funny because he shows his uh, stomach? Mateo. Yeah your Mateo Lane bit. Like, Mateo, every Mateo Lane bit is legitimately like... You ever been to Bed, Bath & Beyond? You have? You have? Really? What are you buying there? With the coupon? You oh, have the coupon? You have the coupon for Bed, Bath & Beyond? Yeah. Yeah. You know she's the kind of person who goes with her gay friend and he's like, Oh no, girl. You do not get that iron. You need to... We... You don't have any gay friends. That's why you're going... to- you're like, okay... Not everything you say, fucking Mateo Lane, has to be published on the internet. Race recap. (laughs) Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Or email us at recap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at Nathan Brown ninety. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Special thanks to these expensive tier. Patreon supporters Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Carter McKinnon. Karina Williamson. Deckhead. Devin McKay. Doofus Maximus. E. Smith. Elizabeth Timmer. Emma. Humble Pie. J. Thomas Plank. Jesse Harris. Uh! Lauren Eckert. Uh! Lucy Carrasco. Bam. Luke Stamen <laughs> Bam. Mike Yeager. Bam. Nicholas Springham. Bam. Nikki Baker. Bam. Poppy Woods. Boost. Ricardo Herrera. Bam. Robert NYC. Bam. Sarah Yu.
0: Hi Manella. Tom <laughs>
1: bomb.
0: <laughs> I just saw Manella, Travis girl. Cosmos.
1: Troy Anderson. Zach Nelson, Pick me now. Drag Race Recap, <laughs> Afterthought Media Podcast. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash drag race.